0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 32 of the Worth More podcast. I am your host, Cammie Bleece, and yet again, as always, so excited to be here with you today, just hoping to share some inspiration, some encouragement, and maybe some tangible steps that you can use today to start creating a life that you feel worthy to show up in. And with that I really am excited to talk about today's topic, which is feelings, and don't write it off just yet, but at the end of the day, our feelings aren't facts. And I think it's really important to be able to distinguish this as we make decisions and as we move forward. Last week's episode was all about willpower, and I think so often how we feel going into a goal or into something can affect our belief of the willpower that we may or may not have or how we show up. And it's so important to understand the time and the place for our feelings, how to use them, and when they just need to be boobed aside. So I'm really excited to dig into the today's episode and talk about that with you. But of course, how am I feeling more worthy this week or what's making me feel worthy? And a way that I kind of showed myself that I was worth more was setting aside some time to get organized. I am not someone who kind of approaches my day or my life or something with like this to-do list or this checklist and of course i have a sense of accomplishment when i check through them but i tend to be someone who has lots of like big ideas for the day or for my life in general and then when it comes down to what my strategy is or my tangible steps or my day-to-day stuff i just get super kind of overwhelmed in those types of details and it was really important for me as I was kind of wanting to grow in myself personally and professionally to actually have a strategy to actually get organized. And that was something that is different for me, but also a way that I can show myself that just because I've been a certain way doesn't mean I have to stay that way. And that I'm worthy of creating that time and carving out that time and prioritizing that for myself. So that's something I've been working really hard on and it's made me feel so much better to wake up and know, okay, I don't know everything that I have to get done today, but in regards to these three areas, these are the three things that I have to do. And having that strategy, having that intention, having that plan has really allowed me to show up better and more confidently. So that has really helped overall in um, just kind of making me feel worthy to show up and worthy to take that time. So that's how I'm feeling this week. We're feeling great. I have our best friends in town visiting right now who are actually moving here in just a couple of weeks. So that's super exciting. So we just have lots of good and exciting things happening going into the fall. Um, and I would love to hear how things are going with you. So send me a message, send me an email, let me know what's up with your life. And of course, if you love this podcast, if you've been getting any sort of value from it or there's certain episodes that you feel really encouraged or inspired by, please take just a couple minutes to share that out on your social media or with your friends, or leave me a comment and rate and review this podcast wherever you listen. It really does make such a difference and hopefully will only take just a couple of minutes of your time and I would be so, so appreciative. But of course, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. So still today, one of my favorite quotes that I ever kind of heard that really just sort of like resonated with me almost immediately, and I've said it before on the podcast, but the quote is from Mel Robbins, and she essentially says, if you did everything you didn't feel like doing, you'd have everything you wanted. And I think this is a really important quote and a really important thing to kind of hold our lives up to and kind of say, honestly, there are so many things that I don't feel like doing that I know I should do or that I know I have to do. And if I just did them, feelings aside, I really could have the life that I dream of for myself. Now, obviously, that's a really big promise to do things that you don't feel like doing. And I want to make sure I address kind of this topic in a really well-rounded way, because I know that I talk a lot about not doing things just because you've been told or just because you feel obligated. But at the end of the day, change is uncomfortable change is hard and the way that our minds and our bodies are wired is not designed to do things that are uncomfortable or scary or difficult our bodies genuinely were designed to resist those things because it's trying to protect us so your brain is wired to stop you at all costs from doing anything that might hurt you so if you see this change in your life or this you know task in your life as something that might hurt you quote quote because it feels scary or difficult or new your brain and your body will resist that and that's just how we're created that's how we've evolved but the problem in this day and age is that As helpful as that was, it isn't as helpful now. And there are a lot of things that we should be doing that we won't always feel like doing. And what I kind of just want to ask you as we go into this is how much longer are you willing to keep feeling this way? Do you like how you feel when you feel frustrated and Pressure to do something that you don't want to do, but then, you know, you should, and you don't do it anyway. And then on top of that, you feel more guilty and more frustrated. And it's just this cycle and you get stuck in this feeling of frustration and inadequacy and confusion and paralysis of moving forward. How much longer do you want to stay like that? Or are you ready to move forward and do something different? Because at some point you're gonna rubber's gonna meet the road and it's gonna be time to make a decision of I am no longer satisfied moving in this direction and I wanna do something different. And hopefully you're starting to feel that way now. And as we dig into these feelings and facts ideas, we kind of get this better vision of our lives and what our lives really could be. So it's interesting because we kind of we why do we tend to make so many decisions based on our feelings you know we we're kind of very a lot of people not everybody right but a lot of people are really feelings based so if i don't feel like doing it if i don't feel like going if i don't feel like i'm connected to it then nay i'm not going to do it well actually in a series of experiments there was a harvard neuroscientist joshua green and he described this kind of process as this dual process brain And he uses the analogy of like a digital camera, where it has an automatic mode and a manual mode. And the automatic mode in our brain is driven by emotion. So it's fast and it's efficient and it's quick to make those decisions. Whereas in manual mode, it requires reasoning to do its work. So it's slower, just like changing the manual settings on your camera is slower. So problems are kind of coming about in our own lives when we use the automatic mode, so this quick thinking, you know, fast and efficient mode in situations that call for manual mode thinking. So again, it kind of goes back to sort of the willpower podcast and lots of other things, but we make decisions based on what's right in front of us, what we can feel and see immediately. Whereas if we took the time to think about it a little bit more rationally, saw the perspective, saw the overall impact, really kind of looked at it from more angles, we might come to a different conclusion. So when we're making decisions out of this side of ourselves and our brain that isn't rooted in kind of the ultimate kind of truth or fact or goals, but more of the now, then we're not really aligning with the end result that we really want. And it was interesting because, you know, we all have these feelings. We all have these times in our lives where we just don't, we feel guilty about doing something. We don't feel like doing something. And as I was kind of talking with my friend um, Lauren about this episode, one of the things that she said that was really interesting for her was that. She, you know, we were talking about how important it is to be in touch with our bodies and how that's a huge part of understanding how you feel about things and, and how, and why you would want to show up for things. And she said that for her, the experience was kind of opened her eyes when she started tracking kind of her hormones. And as she was tracking her hormones, it made her aware of her hunger level and her mood in regards to her cycle. And for her specifically, and a lot of women, but not all, as your hormones shift into what's considered your gluteal phase right before you start your period, you actually are hungrier. The way that your hormones are kind of balanced and what your body is doing, you're naturally hungrier. But most of us don't know why we're feeling that way or we don't really know what it is. And we don't know that it's normal, but because she was taking the time to get in touch with her body, She was feeling a certain way and she knew why she was feeling that way. So she was able to come at it from kind of this better processed side of her brain. It wasn't this opportunity for judgment and shame. Why am I so hungry? I don't understand. Or why is my body feeling this way? I don't understand. She understood. She knew. She was in tune enough with herself. And that kind of leads us into this idea that, It is so important to be in touch with your body as you process your feelings, as you decide how you're going to react to the feelings that you're having in any given situation. Change is going to be uncomfortable and you're not going to want to do it. Growth is going to be uncomfortable. But just because you don't feel like doing something doesn't mean it still isn't the right thing to do. So just like Lauren was able to sort of use her awareness of her body and her hormones at the time, there are certain ways that we can use our feelings to our benefit, but you have to be willing to kind of show up for yourself and do a little of the work. But if you think about it, our feelings are signals that tell us about our internal state of mind. So feelings of pain or emotions, you know, they shouldn't be ignored. We should listen to them. And these emotions might signal that we need to focus in and we need to spend some attention and some time figuring out why these feelings are arising. So it's important to see your feelings in your life as signals for how to reevaluate how you're moving forward. Why are you frustrated or struggling in this area? Why do you always not feel like working out? Why do you always not feel like, you know, eating a certain thing or going to work or whatever that might be? There are reasons that you're feeling things and it's important to take the time to dig in and understand why. But that does not always mean that the action tied to that feeling is always the right action and only you are going to know that and I get it I know that you're probably like Cami, this is so confusing I don't always know what the right thing is or isn't and my feelings and stuff and I get that I often say you know it's important to listen to your body and to tune in and to stop doing those things that you're uncomfortable with or that don't feel right but We all have to realize that based on how we're created, there are going to be a lot of things in our life that we just don't feel like doing. And what you have to do is take a step back and say, okay, what is the life that I really want for myself? And where is that driven out of? What am I getting if I actually show up and do this thing I don't feel like doing? Because there will, of course, be things that it's like, I don't feel like doing it. The benefit is not high and it's not something I'm strongly attached to. Cool. Not going to do it. But there are things like moving your body and honoring it or eating fruits and vegetables or going to work or spending time with loved ones or practicing self-care or getting a lot of rest and sleep. You might not always feel like doing those things. But those things are important to do. And there, of course, are going to be people who are going to side with the camp of if you never feel like eating a fruit or vegetable for the rest of your life, don't do it. And I don't agree with that. I just don't think that you're always going to feel like doing the right thing for your body or for your mind. But ultimately, you have to have a longer vision of your life, a greater vision of yourself and say, okay, How do I want my life to look in six months? What do I need to do now that would help get me there? And that might be resting, or that might be going for the walk, that might be sleeping in, or that might be going out to that next job interview, whatever it might be. But it's important to have this perspective. We are not meant to be these stagnant individuals. Life is going to constantly be changing. We are going to constantly be changing. But we have to be an active participant to ensure that these changes align with the direction that we actually want to go in. So, how much longer do you want to feel this way? How much longer do you want to give in to these feelings that haven't really benefited you, right? You don't feel like working out. I'm using this example because I myself have struggled with motivation to work out for my whole life, even as a personal trainer. I get it. I can genuinely relate to you when you don't want to go work out. But at the end of the day, I have to ask myself, why do I want to, you know, why do I know this is important and why am I resisting it so much? What excuses am I using that really don't hold water? And how can I change my day, change my perspective, change my thought pattern to actually show up and do this better? So what do you do, right? I, I know that we're saying, okay, feelings aren't fact. And okay, Cammy, I'm I want to shift this direction. I want to do something different. What can I do to shift out of this mode where I'm treating my feelings like they're everything and I'm ignoring what I ultimately want for myself? I'm going to give you three things. And these three things are very important. I have talked about them before, so I assure you they are probably not going to be revolutionary, but they are so tied to creating the life that we really want for ourselves that they're going to come up again and again and again. And if you're not doing them, then that's why you're still stuck. That's why you're still in this season. That's why you're still in this phase. So the first one is you've got to have a darn good why. And again, sometimes it feels like, you know, honoring this body that we are gifted with so that we can live long, healthy, happy lives might be as good as it gets. But you have got to have a good reason to show up for yourself. And that might take you doing some effort to realize that you're actually worth it. If you're like, "Eh, who cares? Who cares about my health? Who cares about this? Who cares about that? I challenge you to ask yourself, why do I have that perspective on my life? Why do I not appreciate this body so much? Why do I not appreciate the proximity I have to a park or a grocery store or that I have legs that can take me walking or a kitchen that I can cook in or money to buy fresh fruits and vegetables? We are so fortunate in this life, and I know that you might, in this search for a darn good why, want something that really is going to move the needle, but if you start to get straight with how lucky you are and how appreciative you can have the opportunity to be, you can start shifting your perspective. Your body is good whether you say it is or isn't, but how about you start showing that, that it is? So post reminders on your phone, post them on your computer, post them on your mirror, find your why and put it all over the place so that when you wake up in the morning, you see it. When you, it's noon, you see it. When you're working on your desk, you see it. Remind yourself why you're choosing to live this life and to make these goals and to go after being this person. Ultimately, It isn't about this pretend vision that we have of ourselves that's going to make us happy. But as we actively engage in our lives and we do things that inspire us and encourage us and honor us and motivate us, of course we feel good. Of course we feel encouraged. So take the time to figure out, okay, I've been struggling for motivation. Why? What are things I actually enjoy doing? Okay, how can I feel more inspired to go do that? Figure out your why. The second thing that is key is learning to have a dialogue with yourself. So pretty much, I'm just going to tell you to talk to yourself. I know this sounds crazy. I do it all the time. I probably sound crazy. It's fine. We're fine. Learning to have a dialogue with yourself is so important because as I was mentioning earlier in this episode with Lauren and even with myself, it's important to know why your body is sending you these signals or these different feelings. And if you're not connected with yourself, if you don't understand why you're hungry, why you're stressed, why you're tired, why you don't want to work out, why you feel unmotivated, Tuning into yourself and getting better connected with your body will help open up these answers and make them more clear to you. Maybe that means going to therapy. Maybe that means realizing that you need an accountability partner because you just don't have the motivation on your own. Maybe that means that you want to start changing your breakfast so that you feel like you have more energy and you don't hit an afternoon slump. I don't know but it is so valuable to learn about your body because no one can tell you how you're exactly going to feel on their diet plan or their workout plan or their meditation plan. It isn't a one size fits all. Your life is unique. You are unique and phoning it in and trying to copy someone else's version of success and happiness is not going to ultimately create that for you too. You have to decide, how to get there. That's why if you're struggling for motivation and you're borrowing someone else's why, that's why you're stuck. You've got to figure out for you. And this is uncomfortable. It's easier to copy someone else. It's easier to just say, sure, it worked for them. It'll probably work for me. And then you wonder why two months later, a week later, six months later, whatever it is, you're back to square one, or you're just as stuck, or you're not in the place that you wanted to be because you weren't on your path. You weren't in your lane, and you weren't making these decisions in regards to you and your life and your uniqueness. So learn about yourself. If you're, you know, starving every Friday night from a long week of work and You end up just sitting on the couch and eating cake and whatever, and you're like, wow, I didn't realize that as much as I seek this out, it's for, I'm realizing it's more and more for comfort after a busy, stressful week. Or maybe you're, you know, in your gluteal phase of your cycle, sorry if there's a boy listening, but. You're in the gluteal phase of your cycle and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that this is when I'm always so hungry and I have so much judgment towards myself or feeling that way. But really, this is my body just in this phase of my life and in this phase of my cycle and it's changing and that's why I'm hungry. Wow, I didn't realize that that was me and that was how it worked. How much longer are you just going to phone it in and take someone else's word for it? It's time to show up for yourself. Have a dialogue with yourself. In the final step, we're going to take it all the way back to Mel Robbins to start off the episode and end the episode, but she has a really great um, process, plan, whatever, I don't know, rule, and it's her five-second rule. And pretty much, you give yourself five seconds, and then you get up and you go do whatever you needed to do, whatever you didn't feel like doing. So you say, okay, I'm going to be ready and I'm going to get up in five, four, three, two, one. And you just go and you just do it. And you just turn off your brain saying, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't feel like it. And you just do it. Because sometimes we think so much that we hold ourselves back. We focus so much on our feelings that we don't do what we ultimately know we need to do. So just get up and do it. You don't have to always feel like it. I'm sorry. That just isn't going to be your life. You're not always going to feel like growing and changing and pushing yourself. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't. And that doesn't mean you aren't worthy of it. And it doesn't mean you shouldn't take the time to go through that process. If I didn't, want to be uncomfortable then I wouldn't have gone through this body image journey a few years ago and stopped working out and stopped counting my calories and my macros and weighing myself all the time I would have just stayed stuck in that place because I was like this is what I think I'm supposed to do it's not making me happy it's not making me motivated it's not making me excited but somebody told me it would No, I stepped back and I realized that someone else's why wasn't going to work for me anymore. I had to find my own. I started tuning into myself and realizing, oh, I'm hungrier at this time of the day. These foods make my stomach hurt real bad. And if I don't have this at my meals, then I don't feel full enough. I took the time to get to know myself again. And then there are times where I just go on autopilot and I put on my workout clothes and I saunter out the door, not feeling like it, turn on my music, start running, not feeling like it. And within a few minutes, I typically feel like it. And it is amazing how your day can shift when you break out of the pattern of listening to your feelings all the time. And you just show up for yourself and you do what you need to do. And you do do what you know you need to get done. So this isn't about ignoring what you ultimately want. This isn't about ignoring your feelings. But it's about using your feelings as they should be. And not giving them more weight than they actually need. So choose to listen to yourself. But then choose to see the potential you that's waiting for you. If you would actually just show up, if you would actually just decide, okay, just because I don't feel like it doesn't mean that I shouldn't do this today and I'm going to show up for myself. You can absolutely do this. So start figuring out your why and post it everywhere. Start listening to yourself, talking to yourself. Why am I hungry? Why am I thirsty? Why am I tired? And you'll start learning things that you were like, I didn't realize this. This is a great thing to journal And then you can see, oh my gosh, most days of this month or days of this week or times of this day, there's these similar patterns and you're getting to learn your body and it's amazing. And then at the end of the day, count to five, just like Mel and just go do it. Just go show up for yourself because you're so worthy of the life that's waiting for you. And you're so worthy of this life that's here right now. So stop feeling stuck and start moving forward. You can absolutely do this. You are so, so worthy of this. So start now, take a pen and paper, start figuring out your why, start figuring out how you're going to shift and do things differently. And until next time, I hope you have the most incredible week and you feel so encouraged and you feel so worthy to show up for this beautiful life. Bye guys. I'll talk to you soon.